Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that you're doing really well today. Today, as we come to this episode, I have such a heavy heart that is full of God's love, that is full of His hope, that is actually extending to you, even right now, the opportunity for what I believe can be a spiritual healing. Today, we're talking about the holiness of God. And anytime we talk about the holiness of God, we see Him as set apart, spiritually pure, and worthy of all praise. And naturally, when we see God in His holiness, we see ourselves in our sinfulness. We see ourselves in our broken world that is full of of struggles and doubts and shame and guilt and weakness. And here's why I'm so on the edge of my seat for you today. Today, you can experience healing that comes from God through Jesus Christ. And if you are full of questions, questions like, Lord, why me? Lord, why now? Lord, why here? Lord, why this journey and these set of circumstances? I trust that God is going to speak to those deep questions and bring a healing that sets you free. So today, as we go to God's word, and as we look at the holiness of God, and as we unpack Isaiah chapter six together, I want you to know that you are so loved, you are so seen, you are so valued, you are so, so, so wanted and so welcomed in the family of God. You are not alone and even right now, God is on the move. So lean into this teaching and watch God set you free. Hey everybody, hope you're doing really well. I am so thankful for you. I always wanna start off by saying that. Um, I am so thankful for your life and for your story and for your willingness to step into this group and to be so open and so transparent and so vulnerable, um, not only with me and with the other members of the group, but with yourself and God. I mean, that's just such a beautiful thing and we have to celebrate that. Um, I think our lives, a lot of times, it, it, we are prone to put on a mask and we're prone to be distant and we're prone to be busy and we're prone just to try to get through the day only to wake up and to do the same day the next day. Uh, but this season that God has us in, this season of uncertainty, but also a season of just being at home and being slowed down and being more um, intentional in what we do, it's really honestly a great lesson for us, a great opportunity for us. Today, I had the chance to get out of the house and I I was just so excited, honestly, like to see people and to go places. Um, it was it was like joy just in the simple things. And if there's anything that maybe this season will bring for us is just the realization that we have, and I'll put myself at the top of the list, taken things for granted, um, that we've been so busy, that we've missed simple joys, um, that we have maybe not um, prioritized the things of God like we should have, but God in His goodness, His mercy, His grace, He has allowed this opportunity for us to reset and to refocus, and I'm grateful for it. I do not want to miss it. I, I do not want to miss one thing that He has for me in this um, 
time of uncertainty. And so we're looking at some pretty weighty topics. We're looking at some pretty heavy things, but God's being so gracious and he's being so tender uh, with his word. You know, last week we looked at salvation, sanctification, glorification. Um, earlier this week, we looked at the Trinity. And today we're going to move forward in our study and we're going to look at God. We're going to just look at his character. We're going to look at his work. Uh, we're going to look at one attribute of God that is just really the most, in, in my mind, defining attribute of God. Um, he has so many attributes, but today we're going to talk about the holiness of God, uh, and we're going to define what that means. We're going to see the different aspects of his holiness, but I want to start with the question that we had um, in yesterday's post, which is, what is a situation or a circumstance or maybe just um, a happening that has taken place in your life that has impacted or um, maybe made it more difficult for you to know the character of God, the plan of God, the will of God, or maybe just it's made it different difficult for you to feel comfortable in that relationship with God. I've ministered to women for many years now, and I know that so many women have experienced abuse. Um, so many women have experienced neglect. So many women have experienced just overwhelming situations and circumstances in their life. And it leaves us wondering where God is in those moments, right? And that that's a, that's a, a valid question for us to ask, you know, like, God, where were you when? And, you know, fill in the blank. And um, I don't come to you tonight or today with an easy answer on that, but I do come with some hope. And I do come with what I believe will be a message of peace. Uh, and it is found in the holiness of God. And so uh, one thing that we have to realize, and, and I want to be so tender whenever I say this, um, but I, I've experienced it in my own walk with God, in my own uh, circumstances, is that oftentimes our past, our circumstances, um, our realities of life, they become the filter by which we view God. And it's subtle how that happens. And a lot of times we don't even realize that it's happening. But when we do that, we have to realize what we, what we just did is that we put the lens of us in front of God. And then we're looking through the lens of us to see him. And that is always dangerous. It's always a slippery slope because our view comes from a worldly standpoint, which is impacted by sin. Now, what we're going to see in just a few minutes is that God is perfect, that he is holy, that there is no sin in him whatsoever. So what I hope to do today and what I want to um, encourage you to think about and to consider is removing the lens of us or self or situations or circumstances and really putting on the lens of God and his word and looking through that at our situations and our circumstances. It's a subtle switch, but friends, it is life-changing in every way because here's what happens. No longer are our situations or our circumstances um, or our experiences or our lack thereof determining if we're okay, 
if God is good, if life is good, if so-and-so is fair or this, that, or the other. No longer are our circumstances or our perspective of our circumstances determining how we view life. Instead, if we look through the lens of God and the lens of his word and the lens of faith and the lens of holy perspective, then we are equipped to navigate those difficult situations and those difficult circumstances and those times of uncertainty. And so to me, that's been so life-changing. I want to share a little bit of my story with you. I told you that we would get to know each other in the process, and I am thankful for my story. I actually just love my story, but it's not always been an easy story for me, even though it's been good. Like, can I get an amen on that? Like, sometimes we have great stories, and they're still kind of hard because they just aren't what maybe we would have thought would be our stories. And so I kind of fall into that category. Um, I am 43 years old. Let's just uh, put a filter on that, right? Because 43 um, is real. It is real up in here. Uh, but I'm so blessed by every single day and every single year. And so I praise God for that. I bring just all honor and glory to God for every day. Uh, but whenever I was born, I was placed up for adoption. And I don't know my biological family. Um, I don't know my story. Uh, there's so many things that I do not know. What I do know is that I was born on March 11th, 1976. I know where I was born uh, in Searcy, Arkansas. I know that I was a single birth and I know um, the attending physician. I, I know his name. Uh, he is deceased now, but I do know his name. And so there are so many things that I don't know. And for so long, that shaped my view of myself and my view of God. Um, it, it just it just changed my perspective in a sense. And it's not that it was bad, it was just different. And a lot of times it would lead me towards wrong assumptions and wrong conclusions. For example, I would see myself as not wanted or not needed or maybe an interruption or um, not valued, or extra, or on the outside, or having to earn my way. I mean, there were a list of struggles that came out of my perspective about my adoption. Now, was my adoption bad? No, no. I was adopted by the most amazing family. My parents, oh my goodness, I wish that I could just introduce them to you. They're wonderful. My brother, my sister, wonderful, wonderful people. I was blessed to be raised in a Christian home. I'll share more with you along the way. But there was a wonderful, wonderful story that I didn't fully embrace, fully accept because I was looking at it from the wrong perspective. And so I know that that analogy can fall short whenever we're dealing with difficult situations like death, difficult situations like um abuse, difficult situations like neglect, difficult situations like um, being wrongly accused or not being appreciated or valued, all of those things, all of those things that can happen to us here in this fallen world. But here's what I want to share with you. When we embrace a holy view of God, that he is not the originator of sin, he is not friends, what scripture says is that there is not a shadow of darkness in him. The originator of sin is the enemy, Satan, who his job, his desire is to steal, 
kill, and destroy. And I think, and this is going to be a bold statement, but I believe it deeply. I think one of his greatest weapons that he uses against us, against God's people, is that he will trick us through doubt and deceit to get our eyes off of God and his holiness and to put our eyes on those situations and circumstances that were negative, that were hard, that were difficult, and then define God based upon that difficult situation, circumstances, that loss, that pain, that hardship, thereby, thereby creating a distance between us and our loving and and perfect Father. So I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about what we're gonna talk about today in our study, because if we can see God in His holiness, which is a defining character quality of who He is and how He works, then what that does is it undermines the enemy from ever creating that barrier where we think God is bad or that God has left us, that God has forsaken us, that God has not come through for us, that God is unaware of us, or that he doesn't care. It will actually allow us to have a proper view of God, which is a view that understands that God is holy, that he is set apart, that he is spiritually pure, that he is deserving of all praise, and that he has all power and all might that he displays both in and through our lives. And because of his holiness, because he couldn't be in the presence of sin, that which has created the hardship and the trials and the tribulation in our life, in love, he sent his only son to die in our place so that we can be in relationship with Abba Father. And so that is life-changing for us. It's, it's redefining for us because then we have a proper view of God, that he's holy, that he's perfect, that he's set apart, that he's spiritually pure, that he is full of power and might. And all of that drove him in love to move the mountains so that we are not separated from God in our sins, but rather we are forgiven and fully received and embraced by God because of God's gracious actions to send Jesus and Jesus's gracious actions to come and to die on the cross and to resurrect and to conquer sin and and God's gracious actions in sending the Holy Spirit so that we are not alone. And so we need to see him in his holiness. He's set apart, that he's spiritually pure, that he is worthy of all praise, and that he is all powerful. And that drives everything that he does. That drives that relentless pursuit, that relentless pursuit of love that even right now is drawing some of you in. Some of you, you know, you're struggling. (laughs) I'm struggling. We are struggling. We're struggling to understand why. Why, Lord, disease? Why, Lord, death? Why, Lord, sickness? Why, Lord, neglect? Why, Lord, are there children right now that are hungry? Lord, Lord, why? 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 I don't know. It's a fallen world. It's a world that's plagued with sin. It's a world that is in desperate need of our Savior. And so as we put our eyes up on Him, perhaps instead of the why, it becomes the what. 
Lord, what? What do you want to do with me in the middle of this? Lord, where do you want to send me? Lord, what should I say? Lord, how should I go? When we face the why, Lord, why? And we receive that healing that we're going to see in today's passage of scripture. It will lead to the what are you wanting to do with my life? And how, Lord, are you going to do it? And that, my friends, that's the holiness of God. That's the holiness of God on display in your life and my life. So let's ask the tough questions, Lord, why? Let's bring them out there. Oh my goodness, he can handle them. He already knows them. He knows them full well. You can pray, Lord, shine your bright light into my soul. Show me the hidden sin. Show me the hidden struggles. Show me the doubts. Show me the confusion. Show me the things where I'm just trying to put good things on top of difficult things. Lord, bring it all out. Lord, prune me in the midst of that. Lord, take away the stuff that doesn't belong there. And Lord, create in me a clean heart. Renew that steadfast spirit within me. And if you pray those three prayers, Lord, shine your bright light. Lord, prune me. Lord, create in me a clean heart. You will experience the holiness of God. And just like Isaiah in our passage today that we're going to look at, our response will be, here am I, Lord, send me. So today, dig into the holiness of God. I am so blessed. I'm so blessed by you. I'm so challenged by you as you, you know, share your stories, as you send your stories, as you type in these comments. I hear your heart and I hear your plea and I hear your passion and I, I hear your faith that says I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. And I'm so thankful for that. In the midst of that, he's hanging on to you and he's hanging on to me. And he's going to show us something so good, so good, my friends. That on the other side, I believe it. I believe we'll say it was worth every step. So if you're searching, oh, search, it's okay. It's okay. This is a place where you can know that our God is willing and able. I'm praying for you today. Read through your homework and you'll see the prompt at the end that we want to discuss in our comments below. Have a great day. Well, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast today. I know that this was a little bit different. It was a different format, a different style, a different way to bring um, Bible teaching to you, but I hope that it encouraged you. I hope that it gave you a certainty in the midst of this uncertain time. We can know the truth and the truth can and will set us free. So sweet friends, I invite you to continue the journey with us. Join the private Facebook group and you'll see the link for that in the show notes below or just, you know, continue to listen here on the podcast. We want to equip you with truth that will bring hope and peace and power and and honestly, just so much resolve during this time of uncertainty. God is with us. God is for us. He is on his throne. And even right now, he is working all things together for good for those who love him and those who are called according to his purposes. So hang in there, hang on, dig deep and know that God is looking out for you every single step of the way. I'll see you next week and we'll continue to talk about truth in the midst of uncertain times.